0: As the general overseer of Great Commission Church International, may you be transformed as you listen to the word of God. Oh, I can see Uh,
1: this question of music is a very important one. Because from Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 and Ephesians chapter 5 verse 19, we see that every human being can make music in his or her heart. Now, angels also sing and they praise God like Luke 2.13 at the birth of Jesus but we also notice that there is a difference between godly music which brings down God's presence And which is dedicated To God And any Other music For example In 2nd Kings Chapter 3 verse 15 The prophet Elisha Asked that they should bring him A minstrel and when the man was playing upon the harp, the spirit of God, at the hand of God, fell upon Elisha and he prophesied. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, we are told in verse 23 that when an evil spirit was troubling King Saul, David played on the harp and that music was enough to chase away the evil spirit that was troubling Saul. We have the example of Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22, where his battle strategy was just musicians singing praise and worship. And they were able to Defeat the enemy because it caused God to To set ambush Between they themselves And the scripture goes on To tell us that Even in heaven There is worship There is praise And there is music The song of Moses Revelation chapter 14 from verse 1 and 15 from verse 1. The song of the lamb with the 24 elders, they fall down, they worship him who sits on the throne and sing in his praise. This means that music It's not just something you can take for granted. We see music to the devil. In Exodus chapter 32, when Israelites made the golden calf, they made music and they started dancing. And we see that it was to the idols not to God. What about Daniel chapter 3, verse 5? The Bukhaneza demanded that when they hear the sound of the music, the harp, the timbrel and all, they should fall down and worship the golden image he had made. And I'm just using this to show that Music matters Now Before I start Taking on the questions I want to define Music for us And then differentiate Between Secular music and Sacred music When we say Music We mean the art and science of putting sounds together with or without instruments and dance. That's music for you. Now, this evening we are concentrating on secular music. And the difference is that sacred music is music which has been written and which is purposely for the worship of God. Secular music is non-Christian music, non-church music. And for our purposes, I want to explain that the Christian has been bought by the blood of Jesus. First Peter chapter one, verse 18 and 19. And God predestined that we should be conformed to the image of his son, Jesus. We should be holy and blameless before him. James 1.27 says, we should be unspotted from the world. Romans 12.2 says, we should not be conformed to this world, but we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we can prove what is the good acceptable and perfect will of God. The Christian is somebody who is committed to obey and imitate Jesus until you are like him. My words are ended.
0: Thank you very much, Apostle. Uh, So we want to just ask that. What exactly. About the secular music. Uh, that makes it unwholesome. For the Christian. What about it? Okay.
1: Now let's begin. From the beginning. Whenever we talk about. Music. There are at least. Five things we should take into consideration to decide whether it is mm-hmm. godly music or secular music. Number one, there's spirit behind mm-hmm. the music. God is spirit. That's what John 4, and 24 says. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But Satan is also a spirit. So. It doesn't mean. Every song. Is dedicated. To the spirit of God. There are some songs. That definitely. Are dedicated to demons. Or produced by the human spirit. And. God is not excited about. Number two, the person who composed the song matters. If the person is born again, a new creation in Christ Jesus, Second Corinthians five: seventeen, God has promised in Ezekiel 36. to I will sprinkle clean water upon you You will be clean I will give you a new heart And a new spirit I will take the heart of stone Out of you And put my spirit within you And cause you To walk in my commandments If the composer Is born again Is a child of God And knows Jesus As Lord and personal Savior First John chapter 1 verse 3 says, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son and also with the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. So because of that, songs composed by people who know Jesus, who are under the Lordship of Jesus, they gel With the spirit of God But If the composer Does not know Jesus As Lord and personal savior Is not born again Ephesians chapter 2 Verse 1 to 3 Say that We were dead in trespasses And sins And that the prince of the power Of the air was at work in us. So Ephesians 4, 17 to 19 says that we, we are in the deceitful lusts of the old man. So such a person, Second Corinthians 4, 4 says, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that the light of the gospel will not shine to them, you have to understand that First John five nineteen says that we are of God, but the whole world lies in the power of the wicked one. So the composer of the song is important, whether he is born again or not born again, but. The third area is the lyrics of the song matter. The lyrics are the words, the words of the song. Mm-hmm. Philippians 4, eight says, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are good report, whatsoever things are pure, if there is any excellence and virtue, Think on these things. So, whenever you listen to music and the words are not godly, they corrupt you. These words take time and they lodge in your spirit. Many times you hear a song once and when you leave, it begins to play back. In your heart. So the notes, the lyrics of the song are important. If they are profane, if they are ungodly, they corrupt you, they, 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 they they soil you spiritually. Then the fourth concentration in a song, whether it is secular or sacred music, Is definitely the beats, the steps, and the dance it invites. You must differentiate between Panlogo, Agbaja, Ardoa, and and you name them, Akwese, Bobobo, and all. So each song invites a different kind of step, beat and dance. And that can involve lustful behaviors or godly behaviors. And then finally, the fifth thing to consider, whether music is sacred or secular, is the environment it creates the, the socio cultural environment it creates. I remember when I was a a pastor at uh, Amfuega Jana, and they were introducing this culture into the schools. so one class decided to teach some fetish song. And when they started, the spirit of the fetish actually fell on the students, the pupils. You see? So, every African knows that when you go to a place where there is singing, music, drumming, you need to find out the atmosphere, the environment that the song creates. I remember when we were at there was a, a special 12 midnight music. Nobody was allowed to come out of your room. I don't want to discuss the drums because in Africa, even the wood Used for the drum can involve very spiritual uh, performances before they bring them out. So, what is so wrong about secular music? Secular music is non-Christian music.
0: It is music
1: that is dedicated to another spirit or music that the lyrics the composer then the steps and dances it evokes and the environment are anti-Christian they are not godly then we say
0: it is circular music. Thank you very much. Thank you, Daddy. God bless you, Apostle, for the response. Apostle, there are a lot of things uh, we have to explain. The first one is that uh, how would you help us to know spirit uh, behind the music? How, how, how are we able to determine the spirit behind the music as believers? So follow up to the five points You just made Yes
1: uh, First John Chapter 4 Verse 1 Says that Do not believe every spirit But test the spirits To see whether they are From God So Every Christian Needs to be on the lookout for one, the kind of people who enjoy that song. What? You will notice that just as those who love football gather around the football match, the same oh, no. way each of these songs and the music. The people who gather around say Bobobo. Please, please. Or Adowa Dance. And music. That's the number one index. You ask yourself. Are these people who love Jesus. Who want to follow him. Oh then the second test. To use. Is. Use the Bible to judge whether the things being done and said there are holy, honest, true, and Christ-honoring. Many times when the song comes, sometimes even the lyrics can be good. But the person singing and the purpose of the song, well, I, I belong to the older generation. But our time, there was a type of dance we call smooshing number. And when it's being played, you get close to the girl and hold her close to your body and you are smooshing her. Can you believe that one of the songs we're using for smooshing number was, pray for me now. Pray for oh. pam, 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 pam. The, the words are pray for me. But it's a smooshing number. When it's on, you can see students holding tightly onto girls. You see? So When you use your Bible verses to measure against it, you know at once that, oh, the lyrics is good. But no, 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 no. The spirit behind it is not correct. And the environment it invokes, the type of dance and steps it invokes, they they, they don't match at all. So please keep that in mind. Then, of course, you have to pray. You have to pray because the Holy Spirit in you is uncomfortable if there is something which is against him and you are his child. Definitely, you have a check. Romans 8.14 says, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the children of God. Galatians 5.16, he says that if we walk according to the Spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. So, please, I think these three are strong enough.
0: Amen. Amen. Apostle, thank you. Uh, we want to also know that how shall we react to songs or music that are culturally centered and the intention is to teach uh, culturally related values, songs that have to do with uh, patriotism and other classes of songs, for example, it's Mother's Day and we are singing Sweet Mother to appreciate our mothers. And Father's Day is the next Sunday and a composer comes out to say that let's appreciate fathers too for what they are doing. These classes of songs or music, how shall we relate to them as believers? Shall we also classify all of them as just secular music?
1: Uh, yes and no If it is not composed By a born again Truly born again Christian And for the purpose of Glorifying God And the things of God It is secular music But Here is the cut. Circular music, which is like the national anthem. Look at our national anthem. You see? it saying that God should protect Ghana and that uh, we should live for the truth and fight for freedom and justice. The words, the lyrics, are correct. They promote our values. Moreover, as a nation, standing by them, I mean, Romans chapter 13 from verse 1 to verse 7 says that uh, our governments are ministers of God and we should submit to them. Now, All these go to strengthen the hand of the Christian who is singing or listening to national anthem. And the virtues, for example, patience, kindness, yeah, brotherly love, all the things which the Bible endorses. There is nothing wrong with those songs. Just that you must remember that it is secular music. So even though there is nothing wrong with it, you, you, you can't treat it as gospel music. Now, look at the other side. Most secular music is about sexual love, sometimes about violence, and then ordinary friendships, cheating on your wife or husband. Um, you know, some of these things. Now, even though our culture may not frown on it. And it is possible that the words to may not be stuck obscene. But remember that music is music. It enters your spirit and lodges in your heart. I remember I was going to Wa from Kumasi and we drove for eight hours and the driver kept one song, onwa na me On onwa na me wanu onwa na me wani, onwa na, na," and played it over and over. Can you imagine? Eight hours. When we got to Wa, even though I I alighted and walked away, It's almost 30 years Since I heard that song But the thing keeps Ringing in your heart This is it The song itself Is not profane But you must Understand that you have A different spirit And that song And it's words can lodge in your spirit, man. Then also, there are times when the values recommended by our tribes are not biblical. You see, I actually listened to one of our proverbs, which says that. If you sell your mother So that you get A juju Or a fetish Which can make you get money There is nothing wrong with it Because you can go and buy her back After you have got the money Now it's a proverb In our tribe But it's not biblical So All I'm saying is that we need to look more carefully at the songs we sing, the secular songs. In fact, sometimes some of the songs we enter into the church are defiling because we like the beat, but we have not examined carefully the doctrine of the song. And, and, and we all need to watch that. So please, yes, not all secular songs are profane. Some are national anthems. Some, you know, bring out ethics and something good in society. And we should endorse them. But recognize that secular music is secular music it's not godly music. If you follow that type of song and it lodges in your spirit, it does something other than what God wants to do. I know women like this uh, sweet mother, you know, and we all sing it galore, but i wouldn't Take it for a sacred song. It is not.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Apostle, for responding to those questions. God bless you. I want to believe that we are all learning something tonight. Those of us who want to ask questions, please, you can go ahead and put your questions in the chat box. And at the appropriate time, we're going to respond to all of your questions. Uh, Apostle, please, uh, we want to ask once more. There is this practice in the church where the Christian or we Christians take the secular songs, we change the lyrics, uh, but we use the same reading and we play it off and we enjoy it in church many times. What's your response to such a practice? In fact, it's not only the songs. It is very, very obvious that uh, any time uh, the unbelievers compose both a song, a dance, the steps, the beats, we quickly put lyrics to them, and then we bring them into the church, and that's what we enjoy, than our own composition. Please, what's your response? Okay. Once again, just...
1: All things Every Ghanian Knows that Not all songs In our culture Are the same We have Music Dedicated to the braf wars In fact my background is Volta region So forgive me if my examples are from there So We sing songs like E-tio-me-tio-a-meta-o-yone. E-tio-me-tio-a-meta-o-yone. It means whether the person is grown or is not grown A human head is a human head And it is sung by executioners For cutting off human head so, if the church wants to use that and then just change the lyrics, remember that when these was hear the church members singing this song, the spirit which works in them when that song is sung is what is evoked. Or, there are we, we do have some songs, you know, from, you name it, Bobobo, Adoa, Agbaja, Panlogo, Logo, um, you name them, Kete, and so on. And if the dance itself and the song is purely social, it's purely social. For entertainment, amusement. And you change the words. Normally, you can put Bible verses into them and still make it godly. Redeem the song. Or, Help the doctrine of the song to, to straighten up because you you are putting something in which can be used. I want to give you an example. One day I was in a, a bus from Accra and they were going to bury a prostitute. She had been prostituting in Accra and she died. So her colleagues, the sex workers, were in the bus. And they were singing. When I joined, they were singing. Mm-hmm. And as I'm a pastor, I sat in the bus and I saw immediately that if I didn't take care, what happened to me, uh, with this, uh, on now, Bewanu, will happen. So I composed, I quickly composed my own song. Mau lolo, mau lolo, hey, mau lolo, mau lolo, yeah, mau lolo, lolo, yeah. And when I got to church, I taught that song and then the whole church took it up and they sang. Only I knew the source. You see? So please, or oh, not every song from our culture, our tribe, is evil and demonic. But not every song and music and dance. From our culture Should be baptized And just inserted into the church This is what I'm trying to say I'm saying we should Judge them With the bible Before we accept Or throw them out That that I I was very born again When I went to Hope And I went to a Bobo show Look, I nearly backslided for the rest of my life because as they sang the familiar songs and they held on to the ways of girls up and down, I saw that my feet were slipping fast away from Jesus. So, please church, let us use the Bible to test the spirit behind the song The lyrics The composers Then the dance and beat And the environment it invokes Let's test them by the Bible If we do that Then some songs We will reject them Even though the lyrics may be good We will not accept them And some songs We can punish them And they will work. Because when we sing them, the edification power of the song, even within the culture, everybody can see it. You see, I think I went to Togo and I heard them singing Men nyangu de Enkoye Mu Chwa And I was you know, I was nourished spiritually. But there are some songs, when you hear them, you yourself, you know that, no, 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 This song uh, is, 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 is saying I love Jesus, but it is really not Jesus you love.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we we want to know Uh, our challenge, one of my personal challenges is that what has been presented to us uh, by the missionaries uh, we do not see it as uh, for example drums, beats and those things the drums we use now, they've been brought from someone's country uh, it has been imported imposed on us as Africans And so we use them, and suddenly it is looking as if that is the sanctified, holiest uh, instrument and music that must be made. I want to know that, is there a point that, as an African Christian, we can actually use what we know as our own to also make music to God, uh, in our notes that this is what has been brought to us and we have accepted it. And as a result, anything that the, the missionaries or the Western world throws to us, we accept it as the standard. It is more, more or less like what, that's what the scripture is presenting. When we don't, we have not even thought about the scripture, but we just take it because they brought the gospel to us. Everything that was added, we accepted it wholeheartedly. I don't know if you can respond to this one. Uh, Revelations
1: chapter 5, verses 9 and 10, and Revelations 7, 9 and 10, tell us that Jesus bought with his blood people from every tongue, every tribe, every language, and every nation. And that these will be before his throne in white robes with palm branches celebrating the lamb of God. This means that African culture will also be represented. Our drums will be in heaven and we shall play them. But what the missionaries could not differentiate was the difference between what is dedicated to our fetishes and gods as against what is not dedicated to them. The, the, the missionaries Could not know the difference Uh, You and I When we see cowries Around somebody's neck We suspect that Something is wrong Because we know what the cowrie represents In our culture The white men They come and they take these cowries as souvenirs. Because they don't know the difference. So they kicked out all African culture, music, song as satanic. Because they couldn't tell the difference. Then they brought in this. Now, I'm saying this because I was a missionary with my family in Mauritania. When we got there, we could only worship God with Ghanaian songs. We could only use our form of music. That's all we knew. So, it took time for those people to be born again. To understand where we are coming from. To begin to generate. Songs. In their language. To worship Jesus. Which will not have the cultural. Uh, Stain. Of songs dedicated to demons. This was the problem of the white man. Now. Today, even though we know this, we are still using the suit. We are still using the white man's car. When our judges and lawyers are in the court, they still use the wig and you name it. It is difficult to throw away everything, everything Christian from the West. Because, look, the Psalms, the Methodist songs, for example, are a legacy for the church. Because they teach good doctrine. So, stand up, stand up for Jesus, He soldiers of the cross. If our Christian composers can come up with equally edifying songs to replace them. There is no problem. But if we sing them side by side with "Dana Se, Se, Da Se," then there is no problem because we accept our values and we accept theirs too, according to our judgment. It's wrong to say everything African culture is demonic. That is not correct. They didn't do it well. But that's why I told you that as a missionary myself, you must appreciate the problem. You know God in your language. You know the songs for worship in your language. You are going to preach to a new culture. You don't know their culture. They don't know Jesus as yet. They cannot interpret the songs and compose their own within their culture. For the first few years you are working with them, they just have to take your songs until they are mature enough to bring theirs out. So Africa, our theologians, must be able to come up with what is both African and truly Biblical in the composition of our songs The music and all And It doesn't mean we should kick out The uh, you know, precious Songs they have We need to work together With them so that the rich History of the Christian Church can benefit
0: us Amen Amen Thank you Apostle uh, just a follow-up on that, we, I'm asking the question because uh, we want to also know whether readings in themselves, they also invoke demons. If they do, does it mean that all the drums and the readings we have around us, uh, is it all of them that are attached to demons or they attract them? If that is the case, does it mean that for us as believers, we must begin to invent or initiate new readings? How do we go about it so that we can we can use something to bless God and praise the name of the Lord? Uh,
1: no, not every rhythm, not every rhythm and dance invokes demons. And two. When we accept Jesus, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. First Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. Uh, 1 John 4 4, you are of God, you have overcome them, for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Colossians one twenty seven. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. God is at work in you to will and to do according to his own pleasure. So the African Christian is in position to compose songs and the rhythms, the dances, the steps will truly Reflect godliness because Christ is in us and we are in Christ. We are a new creation. But again, here is the caution. The caution is that we can make a mistake of thinking everything African is godly. Till today when our chiefs die They believe that they should cut some human heads To bury with the chief So that these people will be his servants in the next world That's African So they still, we still sell human parts for juju Recent cases in Ghana prove it They kill a person, remove some sensitive parts of the body. I am saying not everything African is biblical and godly. But not everything African is demonic. So the middle line is to work on our theology so that we can get to a place where we can provide leadership of things which are so African but biblical that the beat, the steps, even the dance, everybody can see godliness, modesty in it. Then we are free. That this this is the real challenge. I can tell you, give you one small story. When I was in the Volta region, I had a church member who was in another church and a fetish or spirit eh, wanted to come in and 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 take her. Possessor. And the pastors of that church said, there's nothing wrong with it. You can have that and still be in church. And that was what was going on. When I got there, I said, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't, you can't be in the church and still be worshipping that. First Corinthians 10, 19 and 20. You can't provoke Jesus to jealousy and eat from the table of demons, and then eat from Jesus. And that's how we, we fought that and the difference came. So, these Thank are you. a
0: few. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Apostle. We are, we are being blessed by these words. God bless you so much. Uh, can the dressing of the one who is making the music also determine whether the music is wholesome or not? Uh, we are asking because I mean, especially in our Ghanaian context, many of our gospel artists, as we call them, especially their music videos and sometimes even in shows, uh, you see that they are half naked, and their appearance and their hairstyles—they are nothing from—I mean, close to moderate. Or uh, can we use that as a determinant also? As to whether the music is whole for the Christian.
1: The music can be whole, but the singer, the artist, can be flawed, and the church should put down her foot and tell our artists that no, we like this song, but this dressing This hairstyle is not modest enough for somebody who has given his heart and life to Jesus as Lord and personal Savior. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12 says, you have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is from God. James chapter 4 verse 4, he says, anyone who wants to make himself a friend of the world, Becomes an enemy of God. First John chapter two, verse fifteen to seventeen says, "Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him, because the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, pride of life is of the world. Is not of the Father. Our artists are copying worldly people's dressing, worldly people's hairstyles." and worldly styles and steps, and they are trying to in, import that into the church and force us to accept it. it, is wrong. The church has been bought by the blood of Jesus. The church does not belong to the artists. Jesus said in Matthew sixteen eighteen, upon this rock, I will build my church. It is wrong to think that we should invite popular artists to draw crowds and bring them into their church. It's not artists who add to the church. Acts 247 says, the Lord added to the church those who are being saved. So, please, the way the artists dress and the hairstyle and half-naked, immodest, nude and, uh, uh, you know, some of the artists You don't need to go and watch pornography. Watching them is pornography. It's wrong. And it's ungodly. And the church must put down her foot and make them see the difference. Artists who insist on being wealthy but performing in our churches should be told the truth in love.
0: That is it. Thank you, you, Apostle. Thank you. I want to Uh, Daddy, having said all this, I want you to help us or remind us of the uh, biblical purposes for music or godly music. And also help us to uh, what steps can we take to counter? Because the truth is that once you go to town, either in Trotsky or somehow you get to town, and they are playing music, in fact, you don't have the intention to listen to it, or it's not because you want to learn the song, but the way it goes, by the time you get home, like Daddy is saying, something has remained with you uh, locked up in your, in your spirit So, uh, that will help us. What things shall we be doing daily uh, to counter this particular activity of secular music, and how they are presented uh, to us? And I mean, which kind of music should a believer be glued to and uh, want to listen to always? Thank you. Okay.
1: So, number one, godly music is for worshipping God. Godly music must worship God, exalt his name, lift up Jesus and You know, show honor to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Number two, godly music must teach biblical truth. It must agree with what the Bible says. Number three, Godly music must be clean music. Ephesians 5, 3-4 He says fornication and all these things must not even be mentioned among us. Lust and impurity and cleanness. So godly music must not contain a sexual lustful Sins and words And uh, Things that defile The heart And then number four If it is godly music It should resist the devil It should not Open the door for Satan To come and do what anything in the uh, text Second Corinthians 10, three to five says we should bring every thought in captivity to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Uh, James chapter four, seven, we should resist the devil. He will flee from us. First Peter five, eight and nine. He says we should resist the devil steadfastly. In faith So if it is godly music It must show Satan the door Without compromise And Number five If it is godly music The world's Philosophy You see the world's way Of thinking of doing Things Must be kept out of it I've already quoted james one twenty seven He says we should keep ourselves unspotted from the world. Well. Please check the music you are listening to because it can defile your spirit. second corinthians seven one says, having these promises, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of flesh and spirit and perfect holiness in the fear of God so please watch it now last time i was in a bank and i had them playing worship songs godly music so i said hey how come in a bank and one of the ladies told me that it is a personal uh cassette of one of the workers at the bank and she slots it in for it to play for everybody. And I said, thumbs up. So one of the ways you can do it is if you enter a trotter or a bus and they are playing music, which is not godly, you can go and give the person, if you are a music lover, your own, you know, set of songs. And they can slot it in and play. And then you have your peace. Because for most of these drivers, they only they are like politicians. If the majority want a song, they play. It's not that they have any preferences. So the songs they are playing are the ones they have. So please keep yourself armed. But in addition to that, protect your mind. Don't allow just any song To just keep playing In your mind Therefore the way to do it is Either You take your Bible Along or your phone And start Reading something Christian Something which will engage Your attention until the song Is not registering again You are fighting You are fighting Another thing you can do is every day, both before you leave for work and when you come back from work, you need to pray and, you know, uh, clean up your mind from the clutter of what this world has to offer with the blood of Jesus. All these things, your meditation, quiet time in the morning, and in the evening before you sleep, they protect your mind against these songs that can easily take up your spirit and, and mess you up. Watch yourself. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Daddy. There are some exciting uh, questions in our chat box. I uh, want to respond to quickly before we close. Uh, good evening, please. My question, what do you think about a gospel rap music and would you allow artists like that to come and minister in your church?
1: Well, this question is very personal. I have listened to a few uh, gospel raps and yes, they have tried to to put in uh, Bible verses and Christian words. But personally, I don't want to encourage it as yet. My reasons are three. I don't want our youth to, to, to take that line As something approved by the church Otherwise we lose them They begin to keep Company with the wrong people That's number one Number two You need to master The Bible a lot Before you can rap With a Jesus rap That makes sense For a long time And is still godly and biblical Before long You bring in certain jokes and begin to swerve off. And number three, the safety of the Jesus rap people. I don't know how many Jesus rap people you have seen who have made sufficient victorious Christian living. I find it difficult to see those following that path to be people making disciples and effective. So that is my problem. Why, until now, I don't encourage the Jesus raps much. I listen once a while and mark the paper, but I don't want it to be something the church will embrace without a lot of scrutiny.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you, Apostle. The second question is, should we say that our gospel music industry has failed to meet the Christian's emotional needs? Uh, The proof is we seem to be confused uh, which songs to play when it comes to occasions like wedding reception. And the person's follow-up question is that, uh, should uh, music that excites love, I mean, between a husband and a wife, should we consider it as evil? Because there are books dedicated to emotional issues such as Songs of Solomon in the Bible. Thank you. Um, I think
1: the blame should not be put only at the door of the Christian artists. It is our pulpit. Our pulpits are not teaching clearly the difference between worldliness and godliness. And because the difference is not clear, our artists too are not clear. They, they don't if there is a, a cloud in the pulpit, then there is a lot of haze in the pew. Now, it is true that songs of Solomon. And uh, um, Proverbs chapter 5 and There are passages and psalms Passages devoted to love In the Bible But I personally Will not advise A Christian couple To listen to worldly love songs In order to make love Or to excite Them into romance No It's not good enough Three three reasons First is It promotes lust These songs are calculated To excite Lust for women Not only for your wife Therefore If you If you don't watch it, you see that it does not excite you only for your wife. You enter into the region of pornography. That's the first reason. The second reason is that God himself has provided godly love. Romans chapter 5 verse 5 says the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. God has given us his own kind of love. Why do we want to go for a lower one? And even the Ephesians 5, 25, husbands love your wives. He says as Christ loved the church, it's agape love he's talking about. It's not erotic love. You see, God has given us his kind of love with which to love our wives. And that should be enough for us. It's the highest kind of love anyway. But finally, if you keep doubling that, what happens is there is no difference between you and the unbeliever. The number of Christians struggling with pornography, with masturbation, with lust after girls and all, it is not safe to go in for a a love music in order to love. That way, no, please. Let's watch ourselves and not tempt us ourselves. Amen.
0: Amen. Apostle, thank you very much for that powerful answer. Good evening. I want to ask, how about the dance aspect? Is something wrong with the dance on several songs that especially our youth do? Uh, dance in the church today is, has it been profaned? Okay.
1: This, this this topic also needs a re-examination. Personally, I belong to an older generation, and for my generation there are certain types of dance we know in the world therefore if we see it in the church it turns us off even though today's generation doesn't mind I, I, you know you are dancing in church and throwing your waist at the back of a, a woman in church and and you know, some of the dances, the way... No, please. Well, that's why I'm saying I belong to an older generation. So for us, some of the dances from the world brought straight into the church, uh, no, no, no. Some, not all. Some... I mean, uh, clean, you can see that this is dancing to the glory of God and not uh, sex-induced dancing or uh, uh, exposing your lust in church. I think that it's not good to do it outside church, but in church, is terrible. So please, let's watch how we dance so that the dance glorifies God. First of all. Second Timothy 2.15 says. Steady to show yourself approved unto God. A workman who has no need to be ashamed. It's true they are talking about the Bible. But God is our audience. And everything we do. He should give the first approval. If you can dance like that in the presence of God. uh, You can mark the paper. Amen.
0: Amen. Apostle, uh, the the normal uh, approval or where they get it from is that David danced and such a dance that the cloth went off, and it shouldn't be a normal dance for that matter. (laughs) You should be able to present such to God. Yes, David's dance
1: was so wild that clothes fell off him. But when Micah, the daughter of Saul, despised David's dancing, God struck her. She became barren for the rest of her life. Godly dancing so that I I remember one time I was preaching until my clothes got torn in church. I was just demonstrating a point, And in my zeal, my clothes became, I mean, they got torn. And heaven is my witness. And the people looking onto, they knew that I did it. I was in the zeal to present a message. So when you are dancing, please, dance to the glory of God in such a way that if if you, you are even doing an excess. Somebody seeing you will know that zeal for the Lord has consumed you. Amen. <laughs> yes. Let, let it be clear that it is zeal for the Lord which has consumed you, not okay. an ulterior motive.
0: Thank you, Apostle. Then we would ask that Apostle will give us his final words.
1: The music and dance industry has been taken over by the people of this world. They outnumber us. And they are using different standards from what godly music and godly dance allows. Therefore, if you are already struggling with lust or pornography, masturbation, violence, impure thoughts, and, you know, pride, and so on, if you are already struggling with those, one of the ways to cure yourself is to put off all such music from your album and concentrate on worship songs that glorify God clearly and that are not borderline songs where you are not sure whether it's God or the devil or the world. My counsel to every Christian is watch the songs you listen to and the songs you sing. And the songs you dance to in private and in public. Test all things. First Thessalonians 5, uh, 19 to 21. He says, test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Don't just swallow any music from any artist because the song, the words are Christian words. No. Test, test the spirit. Test the doctrine. Test the composer. Look carefully at the dance and the environment and all it brings. God bless you in Jesus' name as you struggle to become more and more like Jesus in the midst of this crooked and perverse generation. Amen.
0: Amen. Uh, Beloved, we want to lift up our voices for one or two minutes before we go. I want to thank God for tonight. I want to pray and ask the Lord that if there's any song in my spirit, in my heart, that has been defiling me, my spirit, my soul. Lord, tonight, let the Holy Spirit work on me. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to pray right now that you will be helped. You receive help from above. In the name of Jesus, that nothing in your soul, in your body, in your spirit, will defile you. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. From wherever you are, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice for yourself. The Lord, help me. Help me. I have heard about this number of music, secular ones in my heart. For all you know, they are the cost. They are the reasons why certain things are happening. You are not getting certain things right. Begin to talk to your Father about it. Begin to talk to God about it. In the name of Jesus, that the blood will wash you. Wash your spirit, body, and every your conscience, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices with me. Our Father and our God, we pray tonight. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the message for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that you you will be washed, you will be washed tonight, you will be washed tonight. Our spirit, soul, and body will be washed tonight, our conscience, in the name of Jesus. Every secular devil in us that does not bring glory to your name, that does not edify other believers, does not bring on other people. Father, help us in the mighty name of Jesus, we to you tonight. in the name of Jesus. Beloved in the Lord, continue to pray. I want you to ask God that raise people who are in the ministry, music ministry, who bring up good songs, good dances, good rhythms, rhythms that are, I mean, holy, godly. Our generation, raise music ministers in our generation begin to talk to God right now. Raise for us in the church, music minister, in the name of Jesus, that, that who who will bring down the presence of the Lord at all times in the name of Jesus? Who will bring down the presence of the Lord? Lord, give us ministers, give us ministers, give us ministers, give us ministers in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory, Father, in the name of Jesus. We mm-hmm. want to ask Apostle to crown the prayer for us and to bless us. we
1: thank you for giving us music which we will use to worship you here and in heaven forever thank you for making us people who can compose music, can create music Father, I commit your church into your hands Lord I pray for the African church in particular and Lord you will raise up for us theologians, Bible students and Bible scholars who can give us what is truly biblical and truly African, so that our songs, our music, our dance and the instruments, the steps Lord will, will answer the heart of heaven in that Lord. Our minds, the, 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 the pollution of our minds with profane songs and lustful songs and sex oriented songs will stop. And our young men will be brought out of youthful lust so that we can live for you, grow more. And these spirits which attack us because of the songs we hear, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus Amen. and plead the blood of Jesus over every heart. Yes, Amen. so that you be set free from addiction to worldly music, that Amen. people who dance secretly to worldly music, that chain will be broken in the name of Amen. Jesus Amen. and they will receive freedom to live and work and grow in Christ in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen.
0: Follow JFK Mensa Ministries on Facebook and YouTube and invite others to listen to his podcast. You can also access some of JFK Mensa's books and keep up with his ministry at org. God bless you.